welcome to today's episode of the group therapy podcast today we have returning guest and uh all-around cool guy we got hawk from hawk and load uh so how's hawk been hawk's been good man cool taking cool. care of this dog mostly i got well i'm busy all the time i got too much i'm trying to do i just need i want to get laid off isn't that fucked up i kind of want to get laid off so that i have enough time to like put it all into this thing and it's like not it's not because i don't want to work it's because i want to work more for myself yeah. and it's, yeah. it's it's right now it's rough i'm trying to i got this fucking guitar studio all set up i'm gonna fuck around with that i got a i i put a call out for um for like small bands and metal artists to do my podcast with and i got a big response for that and then i'm trying to keep up with the dog shelters that i'm trying to help out and then my normal videos and my documentaries and this right. fucking guy right here hi my little, my little fat dog crashed out <laughs> i wish <laughs> yeah he went out there and fell in love with the couch did we, we he's he tears shit up and and put shit in his mouth that shouldn't be in his mouth so we've been kind of like since we got him in february he, he just stays in here with us and then he'll go out there to the rest of the house like we have this of a three-bedroom two-story house in pennsylvania with no one else in the house we just have the master bedroom and the rest of the house is like stuff there's no people out there so there's no one to keep an eye on him but we recently started letting him go and he mostly just likes to nest on the couch which is nice yeah it's this this is where my area is where my dogs hang out for the most time upstairs they go upstairs and hang out with my wife like right now the two dogs are upstairs my dog is down here because she's chill as hell mm -hmm. my one dog and my wife's dog they're both wired like constantly because they're they're three but they're still so puppy energy puppy yeah and i was hoping that would be gone but it's funny because courage my 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 corgi he's um he was a rescue and whoever had had him before didn't want him so they just didn't mm -hmm. care right. and now he's, he's super lovable so he wants to be on me or with me constantly yeah like if i'm sitting on a couch and all of a sudden man I'm, I'm like working on something or whatever and i just set my phone down or take my glasses off he's like mm -hmm. what are you going outside we're gonna yep, yep. <laughs> every time i take these headphones off he freaks out every yep. time oh like if I if, if he'd be down here and I'd be sitting on his computer chair, as soon as I get up, he thinks we're going outside. Even if we were just outside. Mm -hmm. Yep. So. Yeah. Dogs like that too. I love the cut. I like I like when dogs are cuddly. That's I love that shit. Yeah, he's love it. He's he's super. He he gets uh although I felt bad the other night because I accidentally kicked him off the bed. He was, <laughs> he was he got up on the bed and I I I moved and I pushed my feet out and I didn't realize he was at the end of the bed and I knocked him off the end of the yep. bed. <laughs> and I'm like, and also he just stares at me. I'm like, I'm sorry, buddy. That was, was like, a big fall like, for those little legs, bro. <laughs> I'm, corgis are adorable. I love it. So he comes over and he lays on the other side. And I'm like, all right, I pet him. And I'm like, I got to go back to bed, dog. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. So I've been, I've been, thinking about stuff to talk to you about and i i gotta talk to you about uh what do you think about like the the metal soundtracks that we used to get back in the 80s and the 90s even into the early 2000s like for movies yeah because i mean i grew up in a time where there was a lot of metal horror mm -hmm. movie soundtracks like the shocker yeah, soundtrack dude. uh uh trick-or-treat um 
that name. Hellraiser. Hellraiser, yeah. yeah. You, you get all those. And then we get uh in the nineties, we start getting stuff like we got the um last action hero. We got, you know, really good soundtracks. And then in the two thousands, we got like Mission Impossible. We got a bunch of stuff like that. And uh I I just want to know where you stand as a fan on some of these because some of these that's the only time you could ever find those songs was on those soundtracks. That's that's true. Yeah, like Metallica's I Disappear only appeared on the that was a whole that was part of the Napster thing because it was supposed to be on load or reload. I don't remember which one, but it got ripped and put on Napster and Lars threw fit. It was crazy. And Lars was right about the whole thing. You know, people don't want to admit that hindsight. Now that we're in the 20 years in the future, it's like, Oh yeah, no, he was right. Yeah. yeah, So, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I've ever paid too much like mind to specific soundtracks. Like I was, I was into specific like movies and franchise like game franchises like silent hill yeah but um yeah dude something about i think something about that teen movie craze in the early 2000s probably ruined all that shit right yeah. like i like some for i like fat lip by some 41 just as much as the next guy but like that song and that style was in every movie that was the whole soundtrack was that you know that some 41 green day vibe like american idiot green day vibe but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the one that irritated the shit out of me was when you get these really good songs but they're only in the trailer yeah dude yeah dude there was this isn't this is really that and i think they did end up using it somehow but it's not anyway and some kind of monster metallica some kind of monster you hear them play some of the demos right yeah. And one of the demos they played was so fucking good. I can't remember what it was called, but I remember loving it because you only hear it for like, it was like a small bit of the verse. And I'm like, put that out. I want that. But they ended up, I guess they ended up turning it into um, All Nightmare Long, but it doesn't sound anything like it, like it did in the movie. I just, ugh. but yeah, no, like when, when there's something banger and then you only get it in the trailer, that is, that is something else. Yeah. But you're like an anime guy, right? Yeah, I did. I did some anime, yeah. And doesn't anime keep that shit up? Like every anime is like fucking some through the fire and the flame shit. Or am I wrong? I don't know. I'm not into anime. Well, <laughs> every time there, I there see anime, some, but, it's always like shred. For, for the most part, it's a lot of uh, um, a lot of synth wave, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the just kind of like rock like without you know it's hard to explain like rock stuff. stuff yeah yeah but uh yeah and it's it's uh because i was just it was funny because i was letting my uh, um amazon music play on my phone on my in my car the other day and all of a sudden it plays the intro music to an anime and i'm like <laughs> oh, okay and uh but the one is, is that I do listen to, uh, um, I listen to a lot of synthwave stuff. And Health, when they come out, they play the intro to a movie, uh, anime called Neon Genesis Evan- Evangelion. Mm. And that's how they open up all their shows. Right. And so that I understood when that plays on my mm. thing. But this is just, I'm like, okay, whatever. 
But yeah, dude, I don't listen to music like that. I don't, I don't let, uh, I'm not a shuffle everything kind of guy, dude. I do have like, I use Spotify and I have a playlist that I've given to people who ask for it, like the Hawk and Load playlist, the ultimate playlist. And it's not that ultimate. It's like, it's a lot of Metallica and a lot of Motorhead and a lot of the Misfits. It's just all my stuff in one, but I don't listen to that playlist. I listen to things like one at a time. I don't know. Maybe it's something wrong with me, but that's just how I do it. And, and like over the course of the production of my Misfits video that I just put out, all I listened to was Danzig Misfits. So it's like 30 minutes on the way home. Anytime I wanted to listen to music, it was like, I have to listen to this. I wanted to stay in the zone on this video. And now the next video is about Pantera. So that's where I'm at. And so it doesn't lend me, like, I, like, I know, like, I think I said this last time, but like, I know a little bit about a lot of things and then I have to do research on it to share it with everybody. And I know a lot about Metallica, right? So that's as far as my, uh, how deep my knowledge base goes as far as like bands like most people are like what do you think about this band and i'm like i've never heard of that band so you know because i'm bad at i'm bad at the way i listen to music but i get obsessive i get obsessive so i get really really deep into it so so i feel like it balances out you know i got the i got the passion i'm not worried about being called a poser anymore you know (laughs) <laughs> see i i go through waves man where it's like okay you know i'm like man i want to listen to some iron maiden mm-hmm. so i'll go and uh, i'll i was listening to some i went all right you know what i listened to i got uh i went and ordered uh power slave because i had power slave back when i was a kid i bought the, the new vinyl and mm-hmm. listened to that and then a couple weeks go by i listened to other stuff and i'm like man i want to listen to some uh seventh son so i ordered that and i listened to that for a while but mm-hmm. i don't have to listen because it was funny because i posted uh sometimes i'll take a picture i'm like ah oh, music to edit by and i'll put the the music i was listening to and legitimately i did um one day i was listening to the pulp fiction soundtrack power slave and um kavinsky which is mm-hmm. uh synthwave stuff right mm-hmm. And um, people are like, man, that's a hellacious mix. I'm like, you should have seen what I was listening to the night before. I was listening to Johnny Cash, The Misfits, and, and uh, like, S.O.D. So I'm like, I'm, I'm yeah. everywhere. Yeah, dude, I almost wish I was. I think it would lend itself better to what I do now. But, you know, I'll take it where, I'll take it where. You know, the thing, the thing I get the most nervous about is that, is when people ask me about a band I hate because they're always like very, they ask me because they love that band and they're always very like excited to ask me the question. Like, I want to know what Hawk and Loeb thinks about Avenge Sevenfold. And I'm like, I don't think you do. All right. I'm not like a positive vibes only kind of dude. Like, cause that shit's fake as fuck. I'm not trying to portray my life as anything, but what it is. Oh, yeah. So I'll share, I'll share the bad when the bad is there. But I don't, I tend to stay away from any content that's like, I hate this band. This band sucks. And this is why. But because I have the ability to respect what like Avenged Sevenfold has given to the genre and what they've accomplished and just be like, I just don't like the sound of their music. And that's just me. That's, That's some subjective stuff. 
Yeah, I've, I've, oh. I, 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 I get the fact that people like them. I'm not a fan of Avengers, Avengers Sevenfold. I'm not a fan of Five Finger Death Punch. I mean, I'll make. I, I mean, bro, Death Punch first, first album's good. The, that's the that's what I tell people whenever Death Punch comes up. But I like tried to get into Death Punch, like fucking, because I really like Ivan. Ivan is like tough. I like that. I like his voice. I don't know, and um, but I was getting to like beyond that first album and i was only like maybe one or two songs were kind of okay and then like the further i got i was like this is like i don't think i like this but that first album still bangs way of the fist is a banger that's a good song i I do have a bad habit i call five finger fruit punch (laughs) (laughs) and my buddy still digs them i'm like i don't i don't know i was like they ain't for me i was like it's if if you dig them dig them i don't care but yeah it's that's how i was i had a friend who was really into them so i was trying to give it yeah. give it like, a good shake oh I, I i used to give my my wife's uh uh co-worker uh the one we used to call chef talica he's a huge metallica fan and i'm like but you got into it like after you got into it like in the load and reload era that's great though i was like you you needed to be because he's older than me like, yeah so he had the opportunity yeah it's like you Ugh. you squandered yeah he sure did i do think though that it's a blessing like i i think it's a blessing that i was too young to be there um because i do look at like load and reload for what they are and i love them i think they're great albums uh, i see less people shitting on them lately like current day like the the Saint Anger sucks is kind of the the meme, but you know, Saint Anger just sounds bad. Period. It could have been good. There yeah. are good songs played poorly. Yeah, you you could if you went in and redid that album and made it sound but good, hey, it'd be fine. If they did it, Metallica now, James sounds great. Everybody sounds good. Like yeah. I am so for bands redoing like studio versions of their older songs. We're basically covering themselves. Yeah. I am so for that. Like every few years doing like re-recording, like seek and destroy. Can you fucking imagine it? Like a studio version mixed out, like, oh, that'd be so good. Cause I got um uh, oh damn, the the live album they did, um SM or live shit. Uh no, no. Um Cunning Stunts. No, when it went with their little movie, the um Oh through the never. Yeah, through the never, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's really good. And those are that's great. They, they say they're live, but I don't think they're live. I think that's studio done, but they probably great. fixed it up, yeah. yeah. Up. But I'm for it. I'm all yeah. about it, dude. It just don't do it for the Aussie reasons. Just because you don't want to pay people royalties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Danzig, Danzig did that shit too. He tried to that's how that's that's how the lawsuit started in the 80s when Dan Ziggs was with Sam Hain and started selling like Misfits collections and then he was like getting some people to like overdub parts of the instrument so he didn't have to try and get out of paying Jerry and the other bands because there were a lot of people in that band so I, I don't know if it was Jerry specifically I feel like it might have been the guitar parts but yeah no they went to they went to battle for it oh yeah because I, I knew that uh, um, at one point, uh, one comic book store I worked at, uh, we had Danzig come in when he was promoting his comics. 
and we got to kind of bullshit with him a little bit and talk to him and he would tell you what he would and wouldn't sign mm-hmm. um like if you if you walked up to him with a bootleg he'd destroy it and throw it at you <laughs> so, and we're just like oh, fuck with even him. if it was like vintage yeah if it was bootleg he he just and you he would and his he had a guy walk in the line that would tell you if you had check yeah yeah he'd be like don't don't hand it to him um the first time i met him he would not sign that big misfits uh coffin box set because that was jerry's thing yeah he would not sign it now the last time i I don't know one of the last times i saw him years ago he signed it no problem right danzig i'm like all right he's mellowed out yeah, I think they they got their shit together. Apparently, the new the new like the reunion that started and is still happening. Yeah, years ago, twenty seventeen, I think was when it happened. It like they were getting ready to sue each other again over something, and it, and the talks over trying to work that out led to the reunion. So you know, those guys are. It's just New Jersey, bro. I'm pretty sure. That's just how everybody there is. Well, it, it, from what I understand is it, it, it took Doyle because I, I think Doyle's the one that's really got his head because from what I understand, he's got his head head together. So mm-hmm. but, Doyle was, yeah, Doyle was, I think, the Graves era. Doyle and Chad leaving. That's how that's how that ended. And yeah. then great, you know, it just fell apart after that. Yo, yeah. is it cool if I smoke? Is that going to yeah, be a ahead. problem? I don't, I don't know. Some people are weird about it. Yeah. I don't care. I was like, I, I got people that that have been or done interviews with. They're hitting their vape constantly through the entire thing and you know, smoking weed. I don't care. <laughs> I wish I wish I was into weed, dude. I'd I, love to. I I'm not into smoking it, but man, when I found oh yeah, like, we talked about that. Oh, we shit. talked about this. I'd love. Yeah, you told me that story. You getting fucking ripped? You're like, There's nothing doing. Yeah. That's awesome. now, I don't have now, that story. now I I I mellow out, man. I, I don't my knees don't hurt. I can sleep at night. And it's fucking great. Yeah, dude. I the first time I ever got high, like ever smoked weed at all, because I like bought into the fucking demon devil propaganda, you know. I did too. And uh so I stayed away from I stayed away from it. And then I was like 19 and I was working at Burger King and I had an apartment I couldn't afford right behind the Burger King. It was shit. It was like a fucking slum. And we had this guy I worked with who like was going to come over and they were going to roll a blunt. We were going to high for my first time. Right. And I didn't have a bed. I had a mattress on the floor in the living room or sitting on and I had no cable or internet. I had an Xbox 360 with Guitar Hero Metallica, and that is it. That is all I had for entertainment when I wasn't working. And um, so we're fucking that. We're playing that, and I'm smoking this blunt, and I had the same thing. I was, like, hitting it, trying to be careful, because they're telling you. Everybody ter- tells you to be careful. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, this isn't doing shit. So I hit it. I hit it, drag it again like a cigarette. Like, I, like I fucking, I'll rip these things down, right? Yeah. And then... I'd say like a few minutes later, I'm like, I have my back up against the wall and I'm sitting on this mattress and I noticed my whole apartment start to recline for me. And I'm like, this is awesome. So I was loving it. Right. But then we had to take that dude home and I was high as fuck the first time ever. And I'm, I have my, my fucking then girlfriend, the girl, the girl I was with then, uh, 
drove my little shitty Mazda. We took him home. She probably fucked him at some point too. She was a whore, and I, just, I hate her. God, <laughs> and, uh, sorry. You're all right, man. Trauma dumping, and uh, and I was like in the back seat, bro. And every light, I was so freaked out about the cops. I'm like, because I like I said, I bought into all that property. It was all sitting back there, and every light, every light, not even just I would say red and blue signs that were glowing from like a bar that we were passing. I was freaking the fuck out. I like ducked down in the back seat. I was like, the, I thought we were getting pulled over. We didn't get pulled over. I, eventually, yeah, we made it home. It was like, it was. I don't think I smoked again for a long time after that. I was like, I don't like this. See, I, I don't, I don't. And if I do anything, I don't leave the house. In fact, I ver- barely leave the basement. But I'll tell you what sucked was last weekend, not last weekend, weekend before last now, um, my buddy calls me up and goes, hey, man, you'll go to wrestling in Detroit. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll go see wrestling in Detroit. Because we got to, we got to, we went to a, a no ring barbed wire death match. <laughs> where, where was, where's the barbed wire go? It, uh, they they had a uh, uh, wood posts? thing cooked. Just for, posts in the ground? Yeah. Ah, and it, well, awesome. the thing was, it was, was not supposed to be no <laughs> ring. The ring didn't get there until halfway through the event. <laughs> and it was parked outside. Right. But we, we stopped the dispensary on the way there. Because it's like 10 minutes down the road. So we stopped there. Put everything in the trunk. Close it all up. Stuff. But we're I'm sitting there. 10 minutes before the show is over. And there's people with bloody messes. There's bleeding yeah, all over everything. Bet. This girl throws this guy and he lands on my lap. Covered I have blood. got blood on my right leg from oh, the top of my dude. thigh down to my calf. And I'm Risen. just like, ah, oh, God dang it. You get pulled over, it's over for you, oh, dude. I'm sitting there, I look at the place, like, fucked if I get pulled over. He goes, yeah, oh, I was dude. Like, I'm covered in somebody else's blood, <laughs> and there's drugs in the truck. Yeah, dude. And Are you in Michigan? Yeah. I fucking all my all my all my new homies are from Michigan. I got a buddy who lives in. Oh, wow. I'm not gonna say where, but near big city. Yeah. Well, not Detroit. <laughs> we drive because I'm in Ohio, so we drive. It's it's almost just a fuzz over two hours to where we go to wrestling at. It really is that close. I don't. I don't ever think about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm in Pittsburgh. It's gotta be like similar. Yeah, I can. I can hit Pittsburgh. Give or take traffic, I can be there in between. Good day, four hours. Well, sure. well, at least Monroe, I should say. We should hang out. Yeah. Once this once this shit pops off, and I'm private jetting all over the country, you know. Getting backstage at the Metallica Pantera show next year. You know, I got goals, bro. I got goals. Everybody asked me if I'm gonna if did you go? Because it was in Burgettstown. It was like right here there when Pantera kicked off the tour. Mm-hmm. And uh and I did not go. I'm broke. So well, well that's like my buddy. He <laughs> he's going to go see uh them up at uh in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And um he's like, You wanna go? And I was like, Man, I don't know if I can do two nights because you can only get you gotta get both nights tickets. Yeah. And it, I was that's like, next year, go... right? That's 2024. That's Pantera. That's Pantera Metallica, right? Yeah, Pantera Metallica one night. But like Volbeat it's... opening? Is it Volbeat opening for them? Uh, I think Volbeat I don't know if the it's the other night. You have to pull them over. Oh. But I, I, I can. I'm Detroit's right there, bro. 
I'm just saying, like, if, if Lars or the social media guy sees this or me in any capacity, all right, you hook me up, I'll find my way out there. I promise you. But I just can't. I don't I have I have negative fifty dollars right now. So like it's just over for me. No, I didn't go to the show. Wish. Yeah. Well it's I like wish. I'm I'm supposed to go I was supposed to go to a convention this weekend, but I'm sitting here Friday night. My wife and I are mellowing out. We're gonna sit down and watch a movie because we we haven't watched sit down and watched the movie together in a couple weeks. Mm. So we're watching uh they clone Tyrone on Netflix. Oh. 15 minutes left in the movie. This is a quarter to two in the morning. My TV goes out. It just burns out? It yeah. The sound's still going, the screen's gone. Yep, yeah, your backlight died. Yeah. Is it a big TV? Yeah. 80 inch? 75. It's close. Yeah, those ones they're notorious for that shit. I have one downstairs that like did that. It's just out of nowhere. Just dead backlights gone. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, it, it's probably like a transistor. You can probably get fixed for like nothing. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I got it. I got it hid in my laundry room, which I got to take it out and put it in the garage so I can get it so I can actually get around in my laundry room. But uh, so I was like, screw it, man. I was like, God dang it. And so we we finished. Uh, we said the hell with it. Went to bed, and I got up next morning. Had to go buy another TV. So all the money that I was gonna spend to go to mm-hmm. the convention, I spent on my TV. TV. Yeah, I feel you. And then. Um, we had a new product drop, new magic product drop at the shop this weekend, but they decided to drop new product the same weekend as one of the biggest gaming conventions in the world. So all the people that would normally be buying magic off me were over in Indianapolis at one of the biggest gaming conventions. What's the gaming convention? Gen Con. Games are quick. Gen Con. Yeah. Never heard of that. It's a, it's a. I'm sure it's huge. I'm yeah, not huge. I'm. I've been. I've been actually. I've done more gaming content than I've done any metal content. But I'm a fucking homebody, bro. I hate. I hate. I feel like such a loser for not having like a extensive list of concerts that I've been to. But I just like when it gets to it, I'm just like you know. I don't have the money. I don't want to be around. All, you know, I just don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> See, I, I got that way. And then a few years ago, I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to go. If I want to go see these bands, I'm going to go see these bands. So I just started going to see bands all the time. And then um, last year, all these people I wanted to see, because I used to only want to go to like, I'd go to Cincinnati. I'd go to Columbus. Occasionally, I go over to Indianapolis. I like to try to stay in like a two-hour circle because I like to get home. Right. And um, then uh, a band I wanted to see was playing in Detroit. And it was almost, well, it's not Detroit. It was uh, uh, Mexitown up there. So it's like northern Detroit. Um, And so you got to drive through Detroit to get there. So that that's where all your time takes place is driving right, through, right, through Detroit. Right, get to the city. And... Um, I looked at my buddy and I'm looked at my son because they both wanted to go. And I'm like, you want to see Perturbator in Detroit? And they're like, yeah, because where are we going to see them? Because they're they're from France. Mm. They only play, they played 18 days, 16 dates in the United States. That's it. They probably won't be here for another five years. Mm. And so I'm like, fuck it, I'm going. And then I went up there. We had a great time. I'm like, drove home, no biggie. I'm like, you know what? If I want to see a band, I'm going to go see it. 
I'm not going to drive Chicago because that's that's I hate Chicago's too far and too expensive. But yeah, I bet. But I went and took my wife to go see Stevie Nicks. We drove three hours, but in traffic it was four down to Louisville, Kentucky. Um, you know, we got to see her play for two hours. My friends just went and seen her, seen them like two days ago in Columbus, which, you know, everybody's like, why'd you wait? It's like one, she's touring with Billy Joel. I'm not a mm -hmm. Billy Joel fan. I was like, and you get to see Stevie Nicks perform two hours or you get to see her perform 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I'll go see two hours. Right. <laughs> um, we went to, we just saw, I saw Clutch. In yeah, Cincinnati. yeah. How was that, dude? How Fucking was that? great, man. I was right there. Boom. Fuck was, yeah. Oh, we're I sitting there, and, and everybody's like, "How close were you?" And I bring up the video, and I'm like, "He's sitting there pointing at me and stuff like that." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, dude." That's it. Just that's awesome. Um, it was Red Fang, Dinosaur Junior, and Clutch. I'm not a fan of Dinosaur Junior, so I could I could have left and went got stood in the t-shirt line, uh, but I didn't. And because I didn't want to lose my spot. Right. So me and my buddy sit there and, and um, oh, it was great. It was, uh, like I said, completely different show because we just saw him back in April. Completely different set. Yeah, dude. Kicked ass. Um, Watch this. Dude, they are, they are like almost robotic, man. They are just, they just are. They are ever there ever present i don't know what, what i'm trying to say like, like clutch has always just been around and on the road and fucking killing it yeah and, and it's funny because i watched this one guy and he goes whatever happened to clutch the band behind a shotgun you know name i'm like what dude they put what? out your best albums in the last yes Fuck and, yeah, dude. and they're touring constantly i was like every time because they, they come through this area because they'll usually hit cincinnati hit columbus and then hit like uh um indianapolis or fort wayne and now i'm like hell man i was like if they're two hours away i'll go because right. their tickets aren't really expensive um you know i think yeah the venue looked like animate but in like a cool way yeah it was like close that's cool well, it was it was in the egyptian room in in uh indianapolis so it had all this egyptian themed shit hanging up all <laughs> and um we, we went and seen another band at the same venue but it was in the downstairs area because they have they could have multiple right. concerts going on and you'd never know it right and um i got my wife i found this band called dorothy which i guess is like a blues rock type girl and mm -hmm. uh I, I, I'm like, man, this is really good. First album's great. Second album's third album's real good too. Um, but we went and seen them there and literally in like the basement of this building <laughs> in this little tiny room. And then we go up there and we're like, fuck, this place is huge. Jeez. <laughs> okay. But oh man. But yeah, they, they I figure I figure with my current trajectory going to shows is going to be something i i should be doing you, you're gonna to have to do that yeah yeah i i, I uh, just bite bite it and go out there get over get over the the anxiety yeah, i don't know what it is man i'm too aware of like how what i'm doing in people's lives like 
Like when I drive, I'm very aware of like how I'm affecting people around me. You know what I mean? So I do that yeah. in crowds too. It's like, is this person annoyed with where I'm standing? Is like, you know, am I too close to this guy? It's just, it's, I don't know. I just, I get in that weird feedback loop of like, everyone around me hates me right now. But when I'm up on a stage, I'm like, yeah, no, that's what, that's why you're here. Like, I fucking love that. I'm so comfortable in front of a large crowd. Oh, yeah. But like in the large crowd, I get weird. Well, we, I'm one of them guys that, that I got to watch it because just, I'm just, I get annoyed by people very easily. Mm-hmm. And so I have to like step back and walk away from stuff from time to time. I think I talk yeah, about everybody's there partying too. Like, you never know who the fuck you're going to run into. Some douchebag who thinks you're, you know, t- checking out his girl or some yep. shit. Those fucking guys. Well, either that or you get the really sloppy drunks that think that you're their mm-hmm. best friend. Hey, yeah, man. Hey, like, man. Oh. Get the or fuck off me, bro. Sweaty shirtless guys at every yeah. show. Like, yeah, they're oh. throwing their fucking arms in the pit like assholes. Yeah. I, uh, it, it, I'm, I'm getting to the point now. I'm too fucking old to be in a pit. So mm. I try to get you know, up front, but stay out of the pit and mm-hmm. occasionally you get stuck in there. So you, you know, whatever. Suck, Why not fucking we're here. Yeah. You might as well. You know, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I got, I got, I got the flat clothesline. This one dude that just would not fucking leave me alone. <laughs> people, you ever like explaining mosh pits to people who don't listen to fucking heavy music is, is weird. You know what I mean? There's like a mosh pit etiquette you have to explain to them. It's yep. like you won't if you fall down in a mosh pit, you won't hit the floor. Some like everybody catches your ass yep. and gets you back up, and like you're all banging into each other, but you're also all looking out for each other. And it's fucking, you yeah, know, you always hit the one guy. There's also yeah, there's one guy who thinks he's the fucking main main character. Yeah. In the in yeah, thinks he can do whatever the fuck you want. That's the guy who like drives on the shoulder when traffic's backed up. That's that fucking guy. Yep. You know what I mean? It's my pit, man. So you. well the the and it's bad that I've gotten older and I see bullshit while you're in the pit or you're up there or people are crowd surfing and shit. It's like fucking girls are at shows and guys treat them like shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like that girl's fucking cool. She's here seeing. She's this here at the show. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. fucking grab her. Don't yeah. fucking you know if you're you know you're you're handling you're doing this. Don't go eh, you know eh, and try. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. Those fucking and, dudes. And you know just pass them along, man. Let them ride, whatever. But also don't be the dude getting crowd surfing. Yeah. Well, you're up there just because you're just flailing around. Shit out yeah. Just yeah. Sidestep you. Let you fall to the fucking ground. <laughs> yeah, dude. But, people are but, people suck. Oh yeah. But people but that, are awesome. So yeah. well, that, I've noticed like. it out outweighs. This show was one of the coolest crowd shows I've been in a long time. Yeah, they're they're clutch fans, bro. Like clutch looked like every member of that band looks like somebody's dad. Like oh, it's yeah. but they fucking bang bro it's they're and so good th- those guys make everything they do look easy yes you just yeah. see him up there playing guitar and he's just like yeah like it ain't shit just chilling yeah, yeah. <laughs> guy playing bass is just 
you know, and you're like, <laughs> but I, I, I will point something out to you. You can never unsee the drummer mouth, the drum. So he's like, does he? That's yeah. awesome. I pointed that out to my wife. She's like, why did you do that? Cause you can now not see him. do. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. And yeah. You even watch some of their music videos or something. If you look, you can see him doing it in the videos. <laughs> yeah, dude, I like I have guitar face, you know. I do like my fuck whatever, like your fucking weird little facial stretches you do when you're trying to fucking hit the pinch on mic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I used to play bass, it was like I was I was never happy when I was playing bass. You can't be happy, you're the bass player. No. Yeah. Was it, is it the uh, how do you break up a band? The bass player go, hey guys, I got some songs. Yeah, uh, <laughs> dude. Uh, so this Nikki Six shit because I haven't looked into it, but I feel like it would probably make a good video. Where was it, Bob Rock? I think yeah. it might have been Bob Rock. Yeah, I just seen that like today. exposed that like Nikki wasn't playing the bass like at all. Someone else did the bass lines on like Who Fast for Love or some shit. They said that like. Oh god, like what the first four albums he didn't play bass on? Here you go, Bob Rock. Well, that's like um I watched a documentary about the 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 was it the rise of the sunset strip. And they were talking about all these bands that that they hired and they knew that they had the talent because they could play live and bring people in, but they didn't think they had good enough sound to do the album. So what they did was they session people in to play on the album, yeah. then teach the actual band how to play it properly, and then send them off on tour. Who's doing that? What bands were doing that? Um, they said Warren, doing that. Warren, um, I believe it. Um, like a lot of the the hair bands. Yeah. Because they had to look and they had the potential, but they had these weren't there yet. Yeah, they're pulling so, them out of the oven too early. Yep. So they had oh, to hurry up, get them out, basically train them to do it properly by having people like, okay, this is what it's supposed to sound like. Yeah, you well, wrote the songs. They gotta have a. They gotta have the singer at least. Like yeah, fucking, your front man's got to be able to hit it. He's got to yep. be able to do it. Otherwise, no one's gonna buy it. They said pretty much about the only person who didn't get replaced on on some of these albums was the lead singer. Right. Yeah. Because it's got to sound like them. Yep. Yeah, Vince Neil sounds like Vince Neil. Yep. I, I feel that. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, that is what it is. If they did eventually do it. Like, I, I you know, Ozzy, Ozzy has a lot of really good songs that he didn't write, you know? Like, Hell so, right. right I'm, I'm yeah. Home. Yeah. Yeah. It was all fucking Lemmy, dude. And but he he has a bunch of songs like scattered throughout his whole career where you know he had other people bring a song to him. Yeah. And how do you like how it's like how do you feel about that? Even a lot of the old Sabbath stuff was mostly like Geezer and Tony. Oh yeah, yeah. Well it's, it's like I didn't realize how much shit that uh Alice Cooper didn't write. Right. Yeah, those those albums in the nineties, those are all written by other people. Yeah, I believe it. It's uh, yeah, but yeah, some people would have a problem with that but i'm like i don't know i obviously i have a different level of respect for you if you're writing your own songs yeah you know hey but 
I get shit on because I have this is bad. The 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 oh, was it Hanson the the uh, Mbop kids. Yeah. Those guys wrote all their own music, played all their own instruments and all that Respect, shit. Respect, bro. Respect, man. You guys, yeah, you made some goofy ass songs, but you were like what, 8 when you put those yeah, like kids, yeah. Of yeah. course, but you wrote them and they were and they fucking smashed. They yeah. smashed, but yeah. No, yeah. Hey. That's like Respect. my wife got me listening to the band The Warning, the the uh, three girls from Mexico. They're the three sisters. Um uh dang. uh they do a song called Money, uh Choke. Uh look them up when you get when you get time. Um mm -hmm. they're really good. They started out doing uh Metallica covers. Really? And they were little kids. I think they were eight, ten, and twelve when they first started. What's the now best time like, to get in Metallica? Now they're like <laughs> 20, 22 and twenty-four. And they they do pretty good. It's like a metal group? Yeah. I was super into the Donnas in high school. I love the Donnas. I do too. I still I do. love the Donnas. I still no, I still love the music, but like they were they just kind of ended. Well, I think well, Tori, well, their drummer got carpal tunnel. Up, yeah, and she couldn't play the drums anymore and they just like called it quits after that last well, album, which was really good though. Well, yeah, a good album. Yeah, dude. Yeah. The uh well, it's like finding out that they got a replacement drummer for her. Then the lead singer got married and pregnant. Right. And yeah. They, they kept wanting to come back, but like life got in the way. Mm -hmm. And um, that's like the band Kitty. I was hanging mm -hmm. out with with uh, um, uh, the drummer, because Mercedes is the lead singer. So the, the other one, I can't remember the name off the top of my head. But one of the Landers uh, sisters, we're hanging out with them at a club. I didn't, I'm sitting there, we're at the table. And this girl sitting next to me, and I'm talking to my wife, and I keep looking over. I'm like, this girl looks so familiar. And then I realized who it was, and we, we start chit-chatting and stuff like that. And I'm like, hey, I was like, are you really a real estate agent? Are you agent? in a band? <laughs> she's like, yeah. She goes, yeah, I sell real estate. She goes, you know, kitty don't pay the bills. She goes, and yeah. that's like finding out that, that like, um, what their guitar player had to leave mid tour because she couldn't afford to do it no more mm -hmm. because they had, then they had to bring in a new guitar player because right. he's like, I, I make more money. You so. got rent like back yeah. home. You got to pay and these, and all everything goes to the label and everybody yeah. takes their bit and gives you nothing. Yeah. That's yeah. how the, that industry works. That's why, you know, I think, I think you and I both were doing it. The slow way. Like it's gonna take a bit, but yeah. when we get there, it's it's ours and we can do what we want with it. That's that's the idea. That's the idea. Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm so I'm at the point where I'm like I think we talked about this before too, but I'm starting to get like I don't want to call them sponsorship, but it's just like business emails mm -hmm. about stuff and I don't know how to navigate that. And I'm on my own trying to figure out like, should I do this? Like, what is this? It's mostly like fucking cbd mushroom microdose gummies or some shit it's weird stuff and really all and then a lot of like affiliate program invitations which yep. that's a, that's a no right away and uh i'm like dude i don't know that my audience of like 46 year old men are gonna care about your your mushroom microdose gummies like <laughs> like i have a i have a coffee partner but yeah i don't they don't pay me. They're just like, 
basically buddies. Yeah. So other than that, I'm free walling it. Yeah. Broke I, as I, fuck. Make I, shit. <laughs> I, I I actually I I threw a Patreon up just to see if anybody. And it's bought me this chair, and it bought me my new computer over here because my other computer was starting to get old. Okay, dude. You know, I made a little bit of money off it, but I'm not. It's not my money. It was you mm-hmm. know, whenever I make off that, is the show's put money. back into it. Yeah, yeah, I put it all back into the show. Yeah. And uh, right now, I'm like, okay, what can I do to to give something back to my you know people? And I'm like, so now I'm thinking about doing one where people can co-host with me on a show, right? Or, we get together need some screening for that (laughs) yeah we'll record it and everything and and i'll be like okay these are the episodes we're going to talk about this time and blah 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 go from there yeah and i got a a couple guys who want to do advertising on the show and i'm like all right so how do you figure that up how do you figure what what your time is worth when you get to yeah a there's that like people when someone asks you your rate i'm like i don't know what to say like, what do I say? If is it going to be like wildly high or wildly low? And then they're going to know that I don't know anything. That's it. And, the, That's and exactly then they're going to hit you with the well. The normal is actually this, and then it's way lower than it the normal actually is. So like I gotta, yeah, I have I have some YouTuber friends, but they're like some pretty altruistic guys. They don't do anything monetize. They make a lot of true crime content, and um, so I don't know. I got to get like a fucking YouTuber friend who's knows what he's doing <laughs> yeah dude I, I don't know i'm on the hunt if you're if you have like a million subs and you want to be friends with me hit me up dms are open you know well it, it's it's so funny because yeah i got people from i got i'm getting messages from all over the world now and it, it's mm-hmm. weird to me wild right yeah and 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 then i get like these heartfelt letters from people who who tell me how you know i helped them through a bad time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm glad I did because I wish I would have had somebody to be there when I was going through a bad, you know, through, through some shit, you know, cause unfortunately I didn't deal with it healthily and right. um, I didn't talk with people like I should have. And these people are, and they're making, and I'm their sounding point and I will, and I'm brutally honest with people. That's like, I tell people about, you know, being an alcoholic. I'll tell people about, I was a womanizing piece of shit back when I was young, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I'm, I'm fucking brutally honest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are like, man, I can't believe you, you're you're open and talking like that. I'm like, you can't learn unless you, you know, it's it's only what it, what is, what it, my wife told me this one time. Uh, it's only a mistake if you didn't learn from it. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And I'm like, Okay. And you know, I'm I'm cl- I'm borderline 50-year-old man, you know, I got my own kids, I do, you know, adult children. Yeah. You know, I run my own business and there's still days when my wife will look at me and she goes, "You need to grow the fuck up." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as I'm like looking at the green and red ranger back there on the wall. Yep. Fuck all that. No, this is great. Yeah, there's a white <laughs> ranger over there too. That's metal, dude. And That's if you so look cool. Over here, which you can't see, there's stormtrooper helmets. So, I had a guy send me this awesome fucking piece. I don't know. You probably can't see it, but and I don't want to take it off the wall because it, it'll be a motherfucker to get back on. But this wood piece right here, yeah, they're they're it's Metallica silhouettes. It's got the hardwired glitched logo at the top, and then all four members in the like 
cut into the wood. It's fucking awesome. Like nice. profile silhouettes. It's super I got, dope. I would totally show you what I was going to send you, but it's it's literally upstairs. Um, it's one of the big banners with a right. big, like the Metallica one, but it's like four foot by four foot. It's a Megadeth one. It's the P cells one. Awesome. That's dope. That's super dope. Yeah. I was like, I don't got no place to put it. And to be honest, it would kind of ruin my motif down in the basement because all mine are movie posters. So <laughs> you got the yeah, you got the theme going. This yeah. camera I have is AI powered. I have it all turned off, but it, it'll follow you. But I need to cover these fucking walls because they're dirty as shit. So if I, I'm looking to cover more space on these walls so that I can like move around and do there shit in the room. Yeah, this I'm is down. the big, the big. Like I said, it's four foot by four foot. I was on Amazon looking for a Pantera one like yesterday. <laughs> Just like, like, I don't know. Because I have this Far Beyond Driven t-shirt, the green, the Pantera logos in green. And yeah. I wanted a banner like that, but I couldn't find one. You either got the white or there's the one that's all five of the covers of the albums they they do talk about. Yeah. <laughs> no, you got metal magic. You got uh, <laughs> in the like jungle something. I I had. Power metal. I think if I dig, I think I still have metal magic on CD. So I don't know. I don't know the story. I'm I'm looking into it because I'm doing the history of the band, and that's gonna obviously gonna be a big part as the whole first half of their career as. Uh, Hair, oh yeah, under underground mediocre hairband with all yeah. this fucking potential in them, because you know, their first the first track on Metal Magic sounds like um, Detroit Rock City, mm -hmm. the opener, and that's on purpose because they yeah. love Kiss. Oh yeah, so like yeah, no, it's I I just don't get why they don't talk about it. Well, they don't want people to. Well, that's like, um, what was it? Uh, there's a there was a meme. It was a, a picture of them before they went on tour with X Hoarder, and then a picture <laughs> of them when they went on tour with X Hoarder. I, dude, I, my first time I saw Pantera live was with Skid Row, yeah. and they're the reason Skid Row's third album was even harder than their second. Yeah. Skid Row rocks. Yeah. Uh, out of the hair bands, like Skid Row's up there for me. Well, I'm not a huge hair guy. I've, I got, I have a guilty pleasure, like, song, like, Motley Crue, like, you can't not bang the shout at the devil, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, that's so good. I got but shot. I've never gotten, like, I probably wouldn't buy a Motley Crue t-shirt, that's what I'm saying, you know? I, <laughs> I had a Motley, I had two Motley Crue t-shirts in high school. I had a Dr. Feel Good and had Girls, Girls, Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the ones. Those are the ones. Yeah, right. Um... Uh, and the thing is, though, is I'm I'm one of the guys where where I grew up in that era, so you couldn't get away from it. Mm -hmm. And so I got to where you know I like Rat, I like you know Motley Crue. I I've, I've legitimately seen Brett Michaels on solo tour. Yeah, you know I don't think I'd pay to go see um because that was my wife. She asked me if I wanted to go. She had already bought tickets. I was like, yeah, I'll go with you. I don't care. Um, I mean, she goes with me to see weird fucking synth wave and fucking yeah. you know. And um even though she 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 only went with one, and then uh my my buddies and my son go with me to the other ones. <laughs> Do you know what it is? I think when when I was a 
teenager in high school, we were like, we wanted to be 83 Metallica. Mm-hmm. And 83 Metallica fucking didn't like hair metal, right? Nope. So like hair metal sucks. And that was like the way we ended up wired. Mm-hmm. So it took a few years for me to grow out of that, you know? Oh man. I was, I was, I went from pop because you locally, you could not get away from pop because it was, mm-hmm. we had one radio station. Dude, we, you know, what's fucking wild in high school while I'm shitting on hair metal. I love eighties pop music. I've always been way open about how much I love like, my favorite movie of all time is The Breakfast Club. I I am all about it. I I Duran Duran. All that Fucking shit. Like, yes, oh, dude. Yes. Well, it's like they're all like songs that sound like they could be super metal if you metal fied them. You know what on, I mean? Like Nana. Well, that's like I I didn't think nothing about it, and then uh, um I I, I like Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. Don't care, man. You, you find a guitar player on the level of Lindsey Buckingham who plays like a banjo, three finger mm-hmm. picking. That's insane. That is but insane. Then, but then you go find cause uh uh Tooth Nasher, see the Tooth Nasher Tooth Grinder, get them backwards, does a cover of the chain. Great. There's another band I just heard recently that did a cover of uh um Dreams. And I'm like, fuck that's good. The other day I was coming home because yet again I I, I had my phone hooked up and it's just playing fucking music um it's like candlelight red never heard of this band before does a cover of rock sets she's got the look mm-hmm. and i'm like fuck it's- it yeah i love covers i, was like, I love a- doing covers i love when other people cover songs i i don't know what it is like i will i will go right for a cover dude i love covering songs myself and i love when because I, I listen to a lot of that through that lens. Like, I could rewrite this, and it could be really good. Some like Blondie could be really metal, bro. Well, you know? fucking in this moment where he did Call Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, I did, when I had a band, we did a cover of NXS, uh, um, a New Sensation. Um, we were going to film a video for it. My wife was like, no. No, 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 because it was going to be us playing and it was going to start panning back, panning back, panning back. And you were realize our pants were down around our ankles and, and we're just playing. So shit's and she's like, no, I'm like, it's a new that. sensation. Come on, let us play this. <laughs> she's like, I fucked up, man. She's like, yeah, we were going to, I was going to cover me and my buddy, Josh in 2017, when he moved up here, we we're like, we're going to get the band back together and we're going to do this thing you know we're near a major city i'm sure we could figure this out and we were going to do i don't remember what the name of the band is but cars we we're going to do what's the name of the band that did that song cars but gary newman yes, yes. My car. yeah because yeah. fear factory redid it with gary newman right did they yeah that's metal and it was i seen that tour and they would play and then on the big screen behind them Gary Newman would do his parts. Right. And, yeah. So it was like, that's oh. awesome. So that's dope. But, oh, Damn. Um, well, that was during a period of, did you ever, you ever listen to judgment night mm-hmm. soundtrack? That's metal band rap group together. Ice T and Slayer do a song. Oh, that sounds awesome. Um, 
I would I would have to dig for the fucking CD and I'll have um Faith No More and Booyah Tribe. Um Helmet, I can't remember, but it's it's all these metal bands doing songs with a rap group. Yeah, like fucking anthrax kicking yeah. the shit off. Yeah. Um same way with Biohazard did some stuff with Cypress Hill. I should do a video about that. I can't believe I haven't made it already. I'm oh, sorry. But yeah, you have to talk about it. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll uh, go look up the Judgment Night soundtrack. And uh, But no, uh, Biohazard did one with Cypress Hill. And when they did that shit live, or no, they Biohazard did one with Onyx. They would do it live, and occasionally they would have one of the guys from Onyx on stage with them. Yeah. Yeah. Same way with uh, um, we're at one show, and Biohazard comes out and they're playing, and it's one of the ones they do with Cypress Hill. Well, it's usually like one of their like roadies or techs come out and does the the rap part. Right. Now, nah, fucking Sin Dog from fucking uh, Cypress Hill comes out, and we're like, "Fuck, we weren't expecting that shit." Dude, I got really. This sounds so white for me to say, but I got really into the Beastie Boys when i was like 22 23 like like paul's boutique is one of the greatest albums of all time into the beastie boys so but that feels like so white boy to be like, yeah i like hip-hop i like the beastie boys you know what i mean it's fucking so lame you know the three juice from new york <laughs> that that band group they were a punk group before oh yeah they were a punk rock band they just they just happened to jump on the uh the, the mm -hmm. hip-hop thing but yeah there, there's shit that's like um bands that do a cover of uh, uh mama said knock you out yeah dude Faith, uh five finger death punch did like yeah. a pretty decent one the one that i think is great is go find a band called scatterbrain scatterbrain is a almost parody band they do a song called like don't call me dude yeah. um uh here comes trouble all their songs are kind of comedies um they do a one uh um called down with the ship and they do little snippets of all these songs in it so they have part of i know i know what you mean yeah like and, build uh, them together but, yeah but yeah. on every album they put a cover of a classical piece <laughs> so they play classical music is on every one of their albums but they do a copy of Mama Said Knock You Out if you ever find that. They did, yeah, not them, but like um, classical music fits heavy metal really, really well. It's very similar. Yep. It's that's heavy metal is essentially like classical plus blues. Yep. And and that's it with gain, you know, that's where it goes. I was listening to Overkill today. I didn't get super deep into Overkill, but I was listening to some of that today. So, you know, I'm. I'm rehabbing my my disability you know, of just listening to Pantera for a solid year. <laughs> yeah, I, I I go through the points, man, where it's like I'm sitting there because somebody was talking about the the um, top thrash bands that aren't the big four, and he, he's going through all these songs, and I'm like sitting there going, "Man, that was fucking killer back in the day." And I'm like going through all my cassettes and stuff. I'm like, I don't have that. So I had to go buy the the albums that I had when I was a kid. Like I just picked up a copy of Annihilator, Alice in Hell, Canadian thrash metal guys. Um, then I found 
my other thing is that I find new bands, new metal bands, but usually by the time I find them, you find out that they put out one album and it split up. Yeah. Or somebody died. Like I got, I got into power trip. Like that feeling you get when, when you're into a new song and you feel it getting stuck in your now brain library of songs you like. I love that. Like, but I think power trip may have been like the last band I did that with. And that was, you know, a bit ago. I got pulled over, bro. So I was banging Power Trip, and I was super into it at the time, getting, like, deep into them. And um, I was, like, driving to work, and I had bad inspection stickers on my car. Um, Because I think it, I don't do it on purpose. I'm just lazy, but I also think it's a scam, okay? So I had bad inspection stickers on my car, and it's 5 in the morning. It's dark in like the the autumn, so it's dark as fuck outside. Yeah. It's like middle of the night, dark, and this cop is next to me, but kind of behind me, and we're about to trade. So I'm gonna get on the highway, and he's gonna get off the roundabout like exit to get to go into where I live. And I see that happen. That's the only exchange that I noticed him. And then I get like a mile up the road and the car that's been behind me this whole time lights up and it's him. And I'm like, how did you fucking see those stickers? But I was banging power trip. I had a bunch of fucking iced coffees over in the chair that I was bringing to work. And I found out the registration was bad. My inspection stickers were out. Okay. My insurance uh, lapsed. And... This is how I found out my license got suspended. Didn't know that. Didn't know that at all. I was like, I was like two weeks from it being lifted, the suspension, but I had no fucking idea that I had gotten suspended at all. Cause they, I, I think they must've mailed it to my, like a previous address or something, but they didn't notify me at all of any suspension. It was for the stickers again, like earlier in the year, I just pled guilty and gave them the money. I didn't realize like, dude, that one was real bad, dude. You know how I got out of that? So I get all, I get all these citations and I have to go to, you know, the magistrate a couple weeks later and I show up to deal with it. And I tell them I need an extension, a few more, you know, like 20, 30 more days to get it done. Mm -hmm. And then, so they give me that. And then there's a new court date. So I show up to the second court date and um, there's this like cheese fucking lawyer who's representing some other guy who's there waiting to go in to see the magistrate. He's like grimy, just fat dude. Like, I don't know. He was almost, he was almost a character in a movie. It was fucking wild, but he, uh, he's in there and, and we're waiting for this trooper to show up. And he's like, just doesn't show up. And that lawyer went in there and like negotiated everybody in the building, getting all their stuff thrown out because the fucking lawyer just didn't, or not the lawyer, the, the trooper didn't yeah. show up. And then it all got tossed and I got my shit fixed. It was like fucking, I was so lucky. Cause I was like facing like a year suspension on my license or something. It was bad. I was like, is there any way I can not, this cannot happen. And they were like, no, the only way was if the whole thing got dropped and thankfully it did. I, I got, I got a seatbelt ticket on vacation That's and so didn't even know it went on vacation forgot to pay it and um i'm driving home from work one day i got a guy i work with because he's he's under house arrest and the only place he could be is at work and a home or home yeah. yeah 
So he's got from X time to X time to be at work and he's got to be home. So he didn't live far from my house. So he'd always give me five bucks a day taking the work. Right. I'm like, shit, that's, that puts, you know, fucking $25 worth of gas in my car. Pays for, yeah, it pays for gas. Yeah. And um, so I pick him up and stuff. We're driving home. He's like, man, dude, just cop following us, cop following us. Like, we ain't doing nothing wrong. I was like, we're driving home. I was like, you're not in trouble. It's not four o'clock yet. So mm-hmm. you got to be home by four o'clock. And, and uh, all of a sudden, as soon as I said that, lights go off. I get pulled over. Cop walks up to me and he's like, you know why I pulled you over? And I went, no. He goes, you don't know why I pulled you over. There's a warrant out for your arrest. And he goes, "Um, you know, your license are suspended. I went, no. He goes, says here you got, you never showed up for a court date for a ticket violation of Wapak. And I'm like, I had a ticket. Oh, I did have a ticket in Wapak. Uh, (laughs) And he's like, He's like, well, he goes, I can't take you in. And I'm like, and he goes, but I'm not going to. And he goes, well, I want you to do is you go pull your car over there and you're going to walk home. And the guy that was with me, he goes, man, he goes, I'm under house arrest. He goes, and I got to be home by four. He goes, he can't help you out. And he goes, sucks to be you. Mm. He goes, you better be home by four. He goes, somebody's going to be waiting for you. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm sorry. And so we wait for the cop. Cop takes off. I start walking. Luckily, we run into his cousin, gives us a ride and shit. I end up walking back, get my car, because I still got fucking go work shit. Mm. So I go to court, go the whole thing. I get um, a pretty hefty fine, but I'm broke. So I go, mm. hey, is there any way that I can get community service in lieu of fines? And they're like, yeah, we can do that. We can give you community service. I got, I went from 20 hours to 40 hours of community service. And I'm like, all right, I can do that. No problem. So I do all my community service and um, get everything taken care of. All of a sudden, I start getting these things in the mail. And they're like, um, you need to pay these fines. I'm like, I did the the things in lieu of fines. And they're like, oh, yeah, and you got to do your community service. I'm like, what do you mean I need? I did my 40 hours of community service. And they're like, oh did you sign the book? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, oh, they lost that book. What? So I had to do <laughs> another 40 hours of community service Fuck that. and pay the fines. So they got 80 hours out of me and still got the money. And, uh, I was like, suck so bad. And, uh, all because I was on vacation and forgot to pay a, and all, and that was bullshit while we got pulled over too. We fit the description of some people who had robbed a convenience store. The yeah. only thing they got right was there was two guys, a girl, and it was a Ford. That's it was it. two black guys, a white girl, in a champagne-colored, like, Ford Escort. And we were two white guys and a white girl in a, I think, blue Ford Tempo. Right. But they got the fact it was in a Ford. and there was Close three enough. Close enough. Yeah, fuck all that. So. Yeah, they can come up with probable cause. Like, I don't... Some of those state troopers, too, like, to probe you, and they're... And I'm, like, I'm conflict-averse. I'll do whatever you want and deal with this later in, like, in a courtroom, because you can't do court in the car. Like, they're yeah. not going to listen to anything you say. Nope. So you take it. But the control you do have is they'll just try... Like, you got any 
weapons in the car? I was like, yeah, I got a pocket knife. That's it. You got any drugs in the car? No. If I asked you if I could search the car, would that be okay with you? And I'm like, nope. Like, I'm going to make that hard for you. There's nothing in my car. Yeah. I'm not worried that, like, you can bring your canine over and whatever the fuck you want to do. That's fine. I would prefer you did that so that the canine can clear my car and you don't have on. I'm I'm terrified of cops planting drugs in my car because I, you know, you've heard of it happen one, even I, one time I'm like, if, if a cop put heroin or meth in my car, there's not a person on planet earth that would believe it wasn't mine. Yeah. There's, there would be nothing I could do. Like, dude, I've been like searching up 360 dash cameras so that I can have cameras all in my car for like exactly that reason. I don't know why I'm getting like, as I get older, I'm more, I'm just paranoid of the cops, dude. I have a handlebar mustache now, dude. My teeth are bad. It's there's no, I got no chance. No chance. Dude, I, I got pulled over. I was the only sober one in the car. I had gotten mm-hmm. off work, went to the bar, picked my buddies up. We went over to the grocery store, got more beer and stuff like that because we're heading back to my house. I was the only one of us that had an apartment. Everybody else was still living with at home with their parents. I was the only person that had their own apartment. So we go to the grocery store, we get beer, stuff like that. We're driving home. Cops follow me almost from the time we leave the grocery store. Mind you, I kind of fucked up because I didn't turn my park my my lights on until I was getting ready to exit the parking lot and I flipped my lights on, pulled out in the parking lot. Right. Give I get the all the way <laughs> coming around. I'm hundred feet away from my house. There's a light, and then you turn the corner, house, then my house. I turn and right when I turned the light, I sneezed. So I did that little like jerk motion. Jerk, yep. Yeah. Swerve. And I pulled up. And as soon as I went to pull around that corner, mm, lights go on. I pull up in front of my house. And um, cop comes around. He's like, you know why I pulled you over? And I was like, yeah, because I kind of jerked at that light there. And he goes, no, you've been drinking. I smell alcohol and I was like, yeah, I was like, I literally just picked my buddies up at the bar. Yeah. We went and I was like, I'm the DD, dude. Yeah. I was like, there's (laughs) liquor in the back. And he goes, I was like, I'm going to be drinking later. And um, so he's, he's sitting there, he starts giving me shit. And um, he starts asking my buddies for their IDs. They're in the back seat. And uh, my one buddy hands his ID. He goes, ask my other buddies. He's like, I ain't got my license. Like, Where's your license at? He goes, dude, I got it pulled because I got busted for DUI. That's why he's driving. <laughs> then I hand him my license. He looks and he goes, is this your license? I was like, yeah. I was like, that's, I was like, that's my old address. And he goes, where's your new address? I was like, right here. And he goes, ha, ha, ha. You almost made it. <laughs> and I'm like. I fucking hate the cops, dude. So he makes my buddies get out of the car. And makes them sit on the ground. And they're like, can we go set up on the porch? He's like, no, you sit right here. Sit on a curb. So I'm getting out and I'm doing the breath light. I'm doing the, the nose. Aced. Always say no. Always say no to that. I would like do the PBT. Never do. Never, because it doesn't matter if you're drunk or not. Like there, he has made the determination that you're just pro tip, by the way. Fucking take like the, the, there's implied consent. When you get a driver's license in most states, like you give implied consent on, um, in Pennsylvania, it's a blood draw, right? Mm-hmm. And, but I'm fairly certain you have the right to refuse this field sobriety testing. 
and you can just tell them no because all they're going to do is film it. it doesn't matter if you're sober if you pass like anything you do can be twisted into evidence of you being intoxicated oh yeah so like i would blow i'd blow in your pbt bro i'll blow in your breathalyzer but i'm not doing your monkey dance like but no shot dessert gets better so i do the nose boom 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 aced it fine <laughs> does the one leg i'm center. i'm doing i'm sitting around, i was like i can do this i can do this i can do this i'm like bouncing on one foot with my you know moving my leg all around i was like i ballerina no, I moves like, i'm 100 sober by this time, there's three cop cars in front of my house. Yep. Because he had to get a cop to show up with the breathalyzer because he didn't have one. So he's like, all right. So I roll in the breathalyzer. Boop, boop, boop. 0. 0.00. I get this. I bet you are drunk. I'm like, I'm going to be, but I'm not right now. That's right. And, oh, my God. But, yeah, he had me doing all and And, of course, my neighbors are like, well, there's their cops outside. I got right. all these people watching us and everything. And what's the funny part about it is one of my really good friends was a cop at the time. So I'd look to him. I was like, what's with the-? He goes, oh, <laughs> <dick."> <laughs> He's like, yeah, dude, no, the fucking, you, there's always, I'm dude, there's tons of nice cops. Just like there's tons of nice people. Yeah. But the difference is like you have a badge and a gun. So the percentage of assholes that you have can do a lot more than I can. Like you're allowed, you're allowed to fucking pull a gun out. And pointed at me. And if I pull a gun out and put it at you in defense of that, I'm the bad guy. Yep, you're just die way of, you know what it is? They're militarized. And, and the enemy of a soldier is a soldier, right? Mm-hmm. Is another soldier for, an, for another country. Yep. But the enemy of the police is you. Yep. You are the enemy of the cops. Make like make it as hard. Make it. Don't give them. I did. I got. I got a DUI when I was twenty two, and I was dumb as shit. I was drunk. I was taking a buddy home who was fucking blasted, and um, I was in a fucking rich white neighborhood that I did not know at all, and I rolled through a stop sign, and my fucking. I was in this like uh, Subaru Outback station wagon where the like i think the catalytic converter fell off some part of the muffler system fell off and it was loud as fuck so loud and you know the windows barely worked and the tags on it weren't for that car (laughs) like it it was bad it was dumb and yeah no i did i'm pretty sure i did the the dance the monkey dance and then blew a 0.17 and you know, they took me to get blood. I was the only way I could handle them taking my blood was the fact that I was drunk because I can't do, I can't do that. Shit. I can't do needles. I was like, I was like drunk and looking away and I'm sitting there in the hospital room with this cop um, while they're doing whatever the, they're doing. And I go, so um, you guys caught the plates then, huh? And he was like, what? And I was like, the plates on my car don't go to that car and they didn't know that because it was just they were florida plates and they ran them like my name came up and my name matched it but like for whatever reason like florida doesn't communicate with people very well and they probably didn't have a maker model on the car and i was fucking scot-free for that dude i could have i could have stayed yourself out i did drunk fucking idiot they ended up dropping 
I think all of the traffic infractions, because I was rolling through a stop sign and some of the paperwork stuff, like like the tag, in lieu of charging me with a DUI. So, and yeah, and I got I got convicted of that DUI. I had a chance to get it, um, go through their little like ARD program because yeah. I'd never gotten in any trouble before. I haven't gotten in any trouble since, and I just didn't have the money to pay the $5,000 in fines. So when it came time to get convicted, you know, they were like, no extensions. I'm like, all right, well then here I am fucking guilty of a DUI. I don't know what to tell you. So now I'm pretty sure I can't go to Canada. I don't really know. It hasn't fucked with me yet, but I'm sure it will one day. That that's the worst part about back when I was a drunk, man, I, there is, I don't remember how I got home and stuff like that back in the day. And I'm like, the fact that I never got pulled over is oh, dude, lucky. amazing. The fact that I got pulled over for what I did, like, I think I had a taillight out and I rolled through that stop sign. And I just like think back to some of the dumb times. Cause I, you know, I like to, I was partying hard back then. And, uh, some of the real bad decisions I made to go home. I'm like, I can't believe this dude, like, I'm not like a blackout kind of drunk, but it's been long enough now that I I don't remember a lot because it was so long ago and I was drunk when it happened. But yeah, there's some rides where I'm like, how the fuck did I get here? How did I get here? I have to pee so bad. I'm in the parking lot of a fucking flower shop pissing in a Gatorade bottle. Like, just like, I should not be doing this. And yeah, no, it woke me up though. It fucking... it kicked it kicked me in the nuts pretty good and straightened see, me out. See, I I never got caught, so I never really it didn't kick me in the ass until later, until my kids came along, and then mm-hmm. the first kid slowed me down. The second kid really was like, "Oh man, I need to make better decisions," mm-hmm. and uh, I slowed slowed down there. Uh, the worst one was when I was a teenager. Man, I left my boss was an asshole. I was a grocery. I worked at a grocery store. <clears throat> he showed up drunk one night start cussing us all out i wasn't even on the clock i i got paid extra to go help do some other stuff in the back mm. so i just did it in my own free time i just Lay got off the books yeah just, uh, mm. yeah and he goes out and starts cussing us out telling us we're all pieces of shit that we all steal from him and everything and then he walks out and leaves the back door wide open and unlocked and you just fucked with us and called us pieces of shit and that we still yeah. I pulled my pickup truck around and we filled the back of my pickup truck with alcohol. Fuck yeah, dude. And we went downtown because they used to cruise, you know, the cars, kids would come cruising around in our town. And so I was sitting downtown, man, watching these cars go by and I'd yell at my buddies like, hey, come here, come here, swing back around and come closer. And he's like, all right, why? And I said, fucking believe me. So they'd come back around. I'd see them coming. I'd go in and pull the tarp back of my truck, run out, throw a fuck couple cases in there throw this tarp back. <laughs> well, I got free fucked up drunk that night. And I, I don't remember leaving, but I lived out in the country. So I left downtown and I remember driving out past the high school at one point and then I woke up in my bed. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I've had that. I've had that. Shit, shit. <laughs> so I go out, I go out in the garage. My truck is in the bo- in the garage. Everything's fine. I look at my truck. There's corn stalks stuck in front of my truck. <laughs> underneath my truck. You can see where shit been banging off my truck. I'm like, 
So I'm driving into work the next day and I'm driving <laughs> and you can see where I had drove off the road instead of turning like I should have. I drove out through the cornfield, oh. came back up onto the road and continued. No shit, dude. You are lucky as fuck. That was lucky. No fucking clue. I don't remember doing it. Still don't remember anything. Right. Yeah, no, I believe it. But fuck. It's better waking up in a cell. I got I I had to sit in a holding cell for like a minute while somebody came pick me up. They don't even require you to be like sober anymore, I don't think. Or, but my girlfriend came to pick pick me up and they like I was like bummed because the she told me don't get a DUI. And then I got a DUI, so I was like, fuck, she's gonna break up with me. I'm telling the cop, I'm like, she's gonna leave me, bro. And I was like bummed out. I'm sitting in this holding cell and they come in and they're like, hey, uh, we need your shoelaces. And I'm like, I'm not going to kill myself over. Are you fucking out of your mind? Yeah, it was wild. It was wild. Yeah, yeah. They were telling, hey, don't don't leave him. He's a good guy. That's what they were telling Kate. I was like, oh, come on. I remember my cousin. It's a funny story now, but it was a, it was a motherfucker. And I got extremely lucky that I didn't hurt anybody. That's, yeah. See, that's, that's where I'm grateful. I'm so glad. My wife now my now wife is the one who would always come and get me at the bar she wasn't legal street legal, you know uh, to be in the bar she's a few years younger than me so i'm 21 and at the bar drinking she'd come to the bar and after a certain time you had to be 21 and up to get into the bar mm -hmm. and she would come up to the door and they'd be like yeah he's right over there go get him and <laughs> she'd go get me i come stumbling out i'm like i got my keys and i'm like trying to get them in, like like a parody like a car like a movie yeah. one eye trying to get the key in the thing. and she'd take me home and i hated leaving my car anywhere and yeah. i had my car that i loved i had a 1987 cutlass supreme man i had nice wheels on it and shit it was my 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 and uh so as soon as i'd sober up it'd be like five six o'clock in the morning i'm like i gotta go get my car yeah. And I'd walk my ass all the way across town, get my car, and drive it back so I wouldn't leave my car at the bar. That. That's just, oh, my God. I don't miss those days at all. No, no. Then, no, there was, like, there's some people I miss, but none of that. I, You know, it really, I didn't, it just came down to me. I just don't, I didn't like hangovers anymore. And I was, like, starting to, trying to do shit and make something. And you can't do that if your whole Saturday is wasted by a hangover, you know? So, so now that's, that's typically what stops. And I don't, I'm not like, whenever you tell people, I'm like, oh, I don't drink anymore. They always think, oh, like they get all weird because they're like AA. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not an alcoholic. I just fucking didn't like it anymore. I'll, I will drink. If you no. want to go get drunk, I'll get, I'll get drunk with you. Now, see me sober, been sober for 10 years. I'm about 10 years. I'm happy. I don't, I don't get, I was bad drunk. my wife, my wife makes fun of me because we, uh, um, I Jekyll and hide it. Man, mm. I, I, you, you get me at a certain level, man. I'm the, your best friend. I'm happy. Yeah. Then it's like a switch. This was, and I'm like fucking evil. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't like that. I was a, a crier. I would get sad. But I was never, my, I'm thankful that I wasn't like, because that's what my dad is. He's like, I got my mom's genes where I get like really depressed if I get too drunk. And I'm like, 
one night my buddy didn't show up to the bar and I convinced myself that he killed him. Like he'd fucking offed himself. And I was just like bawling in my apartment that was the size of a master bedroom. Just And it, he just fell asleep and didn't remember to come out. It was, I was like so dumb. I was one of those guys. My, my wife still tells me the story and I, I remember very little of it. We were at the bar that she worked at. And I'm just sitting there drinking and I'm drunk. She had just got off work and I'd been sitting there waiting for her to get off work. And a guy that was a mutual friend of ours was there and he's like whining about not having a girlfriend and stuff. Well, there's these girls hanging out at the bar and I'm, I guess I'm like, go, go, you know? And they're like, you started talking about them like they're like, you're like separate them from the herd and attack, you know, I'm like this guy. And he's like, and Tina, I guess my wife looks and goes, just, just ignore him. He, he'll, he'll be fine later. <laughs> I, I used to get overly aggressive, is what she'd say, and I'm yeah. like, mm, don't yeah, like I've that. Heard. Don't like that at like, all. Whenever you're sober and around drunk people too, you're just like, oh, like I, you know, I don't want to be that. Oh, you know, so staying. I don't know. It's not like a. It, it's a way not a big deal. I will go get drunk. I will go drink with my friend, but it's like a once a year kind of thing now where, but when I do, man, I'll fucking hammer it. You know, I'm not afraid. We'll go back there and then I'll remember why the fuck I don't do this shit. And then I won't do it again for another couple of years. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm done. My, I, yeah. I, I could, I could tell you what happened my last day. I wasn't even drunk. I, I had been slowed way down. I'd only have, I'd only go out and have a few drinks just enough to get a little bit of buzz and be end of it. And one day I'm sitting there drinking my beer and I look at it and I slide it across the table and I went, I'm done. And my wife goes, Oh, you, you ready to go home? I was like, no, I was like, we can still hang out here. I was like, I maybe get a couple, maybe get another appetizer or something. Cause we're hanging out with some friends. I was like, but I think I'm done drinking. And she's like, you sure? And I was like, I'm done. I haven't picked up a drink since. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, I like being sober. I actually remember what happens. I yeah, I it was similar to me. I was like, I I was drunk, and I and it was the middle of the day. It was after a wake, and I had to go into work the next day, and I was wasted, and I already felt like shit. So like it was three in the afternoon, and I know that tomorrow's gonna suck, and I'm just sitting there like in on my couch in the living room, going, "Why the fuck do I, I don't like this?" Mm-hmm. And then I was I was like, "I'm done drinking." And I was just done. That was it. Took me, it took until like my best friend flew up here years later. We go out to the bar and then I would, he would drink and I would just hang out. We play pool. But then, like, you know, a couple of times I went out there and drank with him kind of thing. Cause it's literally, I, it's out at the top of a hill right next to my house. So you can get drunk, come out of the bar and then just fall down and roll to my front door. So it, it's awesome. I love hey, that place. The, the, the bar you go to that's on the hill, does it have really good stuffed mushrooms? Probably. Yeah, dude. They have, mad, they have banger food. Banger food. Shit. Okay. So years ago, my wife and I went and my friend went to Pittsburgh Comic-Con. We stayed at a hotel and we asked where we could go get good food. So they told us it's this bar on a hill. Has some of the best food you'll ever get. 
We drove there. My wife got the stuffed mushrooms. I can't remember what I had, but she still praises those stuffed mushrooms to this day. <laughs> I don't think it's was, that bar. It's probably yeah, like, not that bar, but like oh five. And I was like, man, I was like, we've tried to find it again when we've been over it. We've never been able to find it. Again. Dude, they all do. They do stuffed mushrooms out here pretty good though. But yeah, now that place has like a separate section of just dining tables, and like during the day, like you see people with their kids there just eating lunch. So, yeah. All right, brother. I gotta go take care of this kid for yep. freaks out again. He's right. he's the cue. Yeah. But yeah, dude. Go. Like, I love I love hanging out. I love talking to you anytime yeah. you want. Hey, I'm, um, I'm here. I'm gonna kick something out to you. You want to do a show? Like, maybe like a couple times a month or something like that. I'm down, bro. Yeah. Because uh, I, I was gonna joke around. I told my buddy that we were going metal shop. I was like, do they still have metal shop? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not, right? Yeah. So, man, you have a good night. Take care, man. And uh, let that doggy outside. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Later, man. Night. Later, boss.